Dun, 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 dun. Thank you for listening to the Nerd Rap Podcast. This is Andrew. Today I am joined by my brother, Randall Ragdoll Capen. Randall, say hi. Hello. He sucks, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. Anyway, um, so Randall and I uh, recently watched Star Wars uh, Rise of Skywalker. And we're going to talk about some of our feelings on that while we drive to watch Knives Out. Understand, ladies and gentlemen, I am mad at Ryan Johnson, but that's what doesn't mean I'm not going to give him chances with different movies. But I waited a long time to watch Knives Out, and we are watching it tonight. We had three tickets to go, see whatever we wanted, so we're going to go see that. But on the drive, we're going to talk about The Last or the Rise of Skywalker, and we're inevitably going to talk about our thoughts on the entire trilogy as a whole because Ken can't talk about the last part of a trilogy without talking about the whole thing as uh, as a unit. Or I mean that does that make sense, people? You guys get me? All right, they're not gonna say anything. Anyway, um, Randall, you and I both like the Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker, not Last Jedi. Correct. Correct. What, other than nitpicks, more or less, we both had fun watching it. I don't think I can turn down this road. Yes, you can. Hold on, people. Well, he has a stop sign. So, um, she has a stop sign. Uh, the nitpicks on the, on Rise of Skywalker, there's a lot. Like, there was this weird Goonies thing where they found a, a knife that had coordinates on it written in a language. I wouldn't really refer to that as a nitpick. That was more just bad. dumb. It was so bad. So, uh, spoilers, guys, but for the people that haven't seen it, they find a knife. They, they're looking for something. They don't even know really what they're looking for, and then they accidentally find this knife, which turns out to be exactly what they're looking for, which I'm fine with. Like, plenty of movies and stuff do that. It's, it's something that's unrealistic, but it's fine. But the the logic kind of like you'll like I'll allow that logic, but the logic kind of ends there as to why would you put coordinates on a knife? Specifically, like something that you don't want anyone to find, right? Or did he want Kylo Ren to find that? So, I don't know, Randall thought, but, so, it, every problem that they had was, was a little too easy for them to solve, so that's kind of, it takes away from the tension of those type of things when, like, every problem is, alright, C-3PO can solve it, oh, wait, C-3PO has, like, a blocker, let's delete his memory, stuff like that, like, and then, uh, I actually want to make a comment in regards to C-3PO. Yes. So, at some point, actually not at some point, almost right from the start, C-3PO is considered to be a joke. So they tried to revamp his personality. Now, at some point in the show, they actually rebooted him, wiped his memory. And it's at this point, if they wanted to get creative, they could have redone his personality. But those first several jokes with him just did not make sense. This would fall under one of the great mini nitpicks of the show that I have. Yeah, because, like, there were, like, multiple times where I was like, that's not what C-3PO would say. Uh, we've been watching uh, 
freaking Star Wars and expanded universe Star. We we've even watched that cartoon series Droids, where it was just starring C three PO and R two D two. Oh yeah, back on the old VHSs. I don't even yeah. think those things made their way to DVD. They're nowhere on DVD. All right, if you guys can find VHSs, a VHS player that worked. And the VHSs of Droids, we recommend it. It's a super fun series if, like, you turn your brain off. And you revert back to maybe being 10 years old. Yeah. there A, a lot of the, like, 80% of the jokes were, like, C-3PO's pratfalls. So, but I, I, I could write C-3PO's dialogue to near perfection on what he would say in everything. Every circumstance. Like, he would give a detail that had that would make everybody uncomfortable or like he would give odds about something that's like hey why are you telling us this like the odds of survival are 100,000 to 1 and then like and then you would say Han Solo or Poe Dameron would be like never tell me the odds which it kind of they had a similar scene to that in there but it it he was he was doing stuff he's like I know you didn't ask me too but I'm also okay Mr. Dick Dameron like it wasn't like it was cute but it's it would be cute from a different character yeah they not more passive aggressive yeah he was yeah passive aggressive that's exactly what it was so my nitpicks about that uh at one point they kill Chewie and then like they instantly tell us that he's not dead like I was really worried I was like are they really gonna do Chewie like that and then like they told us like as an audience they're like oh no he's still alive and you're like oh and the way they made him still alive was a... It so, doesn't make sense. They're in the middle of the desert. They see Chewie getting loaded onto a spaceship. They then blow up that spaceship. But no worries, there was a second spaceship you guys didn't see in the middle of this desert area. Yeah, it doesn't make sense that... Like, maybe I'll buy that Ray didn't see the other spaceship. But I certainly don't buy that... Uh, freaking Finn didn't see the extra spaceship. Also, if they had two spaceships full of stormtroopers, why didn't anybody attack them in that second spaceship? And also, why why didn't they just destroy the Millennium Falcon? Like, I, I don't want to see the Millennium Falcon destroyed, but a good writer would have been like, well, let's leave the Millennium Falcon there because they didn't care to move it. Versus, why are they going to take it up on the ship with them in the first place? It's like, let's give potential intruders a free escape. So, nitpicks aside, I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, the good things I liked about it, I, I liked that it was fast-paced, because The Last Jedi, Jedi was, Jedi, The Last Jedi was quite frankly boring. I think you were also bored by it, right? Oh, right, right here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, guys, we're still driving. But I am safely looking at the road and my phone, so it's fine. That's a joke, guys. So, um... We both enjoyed The Last Jedi. Or, we both hated The Last Jedi. I'm sorry. Don't screw... Don't edit that. I will argue, I... Though I was not a fan of The Last Jedi, my... I was not fond of it. Will I go so far as to say I hated it? No. I definitely hated that movie. I think that that... Like, maybe the reason I hate it is because I feel like it was, and a lot of Jade, uh, Ryan Johnson's comments after the movie kind of confirmed this for me, where it was kind of a middle finger to Star Wars fans as a whole. It's like, you like this? Fuck this. You think this is cool? Fuck this. You want to know this? Nope. 
you think this storyline's interesting. Well, I think you're dumb. That's kind of what I felt like the, all the Last Jedi was. One of my biggest things, like, uh, we were talking about nitpicks that we had with this most recent one with the Rise of Skywalker, and they're nitpicks. They're just that. They, uh, they're not enough to ruin the film. The nitpicks were of a more grand nature in The Last Jedi. Because I, I, you described... How did you describe it? Everything was a fake out. Yeah, everything was a red herring, guys. That's... So, first off, I love The Force Awakens. A lot of people are like, it's a rehash of New Hope. Yeah, but there was enough different... It's like a New Hope with entirely different ingredients. So, like, instead of... Luke Skywalker, you have Finn. Or Rey would be more akin to Luke Skywalker, but it starts on Finn. And you have a stormtrooper turning to good. Like, there's a bunch of things that you've never seen before that I thought were fun, interesting storylines to follow up on that really didn't get followed up on with Ryan Johnson's film. So, now yeah. I actually disagree with you on that one. Uh... I overall did not hate it again as well. I, I My bias towards the Star Wars universe does kind of come into play on both these films. Um, but, you know, it was basically everything... I did like the new elements. The fact that you have a stormtrooper becoming a good guy. And the fact that we even started off on a stormtrooper. And we didn't follow our heroine from start to finish. We actually had to introduce our stormtrooper. And our stormtrooper then meets our main heroine. Which is an interesting plot uh, plot point. I did like that, but everything uh, it and they were diverging the story, and they tried to cut and paste aspects of the original story that we are all familiar with, just make them different. So instead of a giant moon base that destroys planets, it's a planet. Base. It's a planet that destroys stars. Yeah, it's it, it, uh this and many other things they were just doing cut and paste from the original series and I, it was just weak to me I the only similar similarities that I thought were close enough to be I don't know what what type of thing would you ridicule from that movie is the type of things that you would ridicule from that movie is Starkiller Bay's is eerily like uh, the Death Star. Um, stuff. It's not so much that I ridicule that. It's more so I'm ridiculing the writers for trying to create such imagery from the original series that it was literally just a cut and paste. I disagree that it was a cut and paste. I think that I think that it's like they were making dinner and they wanted this dinner to taste like mom's dinner, right? So they wanted, so they wanted to use some of the ingredients that mom used to use, that would remind us of eating mom's food. But they're like, let's add our own touch to it, and I was fine with it. I, I think. I'm sorry. Quick pause. Roll. Why, where are we going? I'm trying to park. The movie theater is way back there, and you keep driving further. That's not further the movie away. theater. That's not the movie theater. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's the mall. My bad, guys. Anyway, why didn't you say something earlier? I was pointing. I was, I was obviously looking for a parking spot over here. You kept driving further away. I assumed you knew where you were going. I forgot. I forgot the movie theater was over there. So, um, The Force Awakens was interesting because it's like 
the force has been like asleep for a long time. It sets up a lot of new elements too, like the Knights of Ren were completely new that I felt were botched in Rise of Skywalker. And they they should have been more set up. They should have been the Knights of Ren should have been set up in The Force Awakens. Start paying them off in The Last Jedi as these movie ba- like uber badasses. So it was it would be interesting to watch them get defeated in Rise of Skywalker. Because those guys were Jedi's too. Like they were they were I thought it was going to be like Kylo Ren was going to be like they were called Knights of Ren because they followed Kylo Ren, but I thought it was going to be like they were all going to have names with Ren attached to it. So it was going to be like Marcus Ren and Jacob Ren and that type of well like Star Warsy, but still um, but yeah, I didn't think that they were, I thought they were set up really cool and I just didn't think that they paid off well. And I think that the last Jedi, you can kind of blame for that. So the force awakens, all it was supposed to do was set everything up. Are we close? Well, no, you're in the right area. You're just, you don't want to park in a 15 minute only parking space. That's, that is actually, you're right. Um, so, all right, here we're parking. So we're going to kind of wrap this up real fast. But essentially, uh, overall, we both liked The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, The biggest criticism of it was it stole its ending from uh, Endgame, Avengers Endgame. Which, I hear you on that, because, like, both of them, literally, the Falcon was on your left, Cap. And then this one, like, the Falcon with Billy D. Williams driving in is like, I'm here, or whatever he said. Uh, So... Maybe you could say there was, like, an homage to it, but there's a lot of movies that have, like, Here Comes the Cavalry, we're all saved. Like, just when you think, like, all hope is lost, and then everybody comes. Personally, my biggest pet peeve with the whole uh, movie was actually the end battle situation. Now, it's going to be a huge spoiler, but... Uh, we have already defeated Senator uh, Palpatine. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. Now, they uh, wrote in this whole situation about cloning, illegal stuff, whatever. So they brought him back. I don't know if he actually was like, where they got him from. They brought his consciousness back. They did the whole um, uh, whatever situation. They implied in the preview that uh, I, I've been every voice you've ever heard. And there was a whole montage of various evil villain voices from the history of Star Wars. I was kind of hoping that there would be some more ancient aspect to it, not a rehashing of an old villain. Yeah. And even then, he never once stood up. The whole fight scene was just him using the Force. Now, I'm not yeah. ri- I'm not wildly fan of the uh, prequel trilogy, but... Everyone just lost their shit when they saw Yoda just going nuts with that lightsaber. We never got a good Sith battle in this one. Well, yeah, okay. So, ev- that's actually a good point. I didn't even think about that because what? Because like even when Rey and Kylo went at each other, it wasn't that good of a fight. Kylo defeating the Knights of Ren was also like that was almost as bad. It was it was better choreographed than the Praetorium Guard, but it was almost as bad as that. Um, where I the Darth Maul from Darth Maul from uh, Episode One, Yoda from Attack of the Clones, or 
Obi One and um, Anakin from uh, fucking uh, Revenge of the Sith. I don't know why I couldn't remember the name for a second. Episode three, like all those are really good battles, uh, and for some reason they just kind of gypped us on that. So I think you're right on that. But I want you to know a lot of movies have endings like that. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean had an ending where the cavalry came in just in the nick of time to save everybody. Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. A ton of movies have the all hope is lost, we're defeated, we're done for. Oh wait, what's that? The cavalry's here. But even though the cavalry shows up, there's still usually a fight scene. For example, what was, uh, and, and maybe not even a fight scene, but a decent action segment. Uh, remember the Firefly film, Serenity? They had the uh, the entire Reaver armada coming in behind them, and the Reavers uh, more or less took care of the bad guys for them. But there was still this action-packed fly scene where they have to go fly through all this turmoil. I sometimes just watch that scene. I fast forward to that scene because it's so badass. Yeah, and then even after that, we still have River. Uh, oh shoot! Yeah, well, we didn't even get to see all that. We just saw. Like, we saw a little bit of it, but then, like, you see River get pulled back, and you're like, she's dead, but you're like, there's no way they're going to end her like that. But then you see what happens as a book and Walsh, so you're like, spoilers. Uh, then you're like, so, yeah. Uh, we're just covering the full sci-fi gamut right now. Yeah, right now we're... But w- all I'm saying is, Here Comes the Cavalry is a common trope in sci-fi films. So, you can't... You can't say, oh, they copied Endgame. Endgame copied a thousand other Here Comes the Cavalry things. And the reason that it keeps on getting used is because it's fucking awesome every time. I absolutely loved loved it when it happened in Rise of Skywalker. I was excited on the edge of my seat. I loved it when it happened in Endgame. Me and him, just the other day, watched the entire Endgame end sequence. He had to go to bed because he had to work in the morning. And... He's like, I'll stay up for this, forgetting that it was like a 35-minute sequence. Yeah, we fast forward to that, and there was still like, well, there was actually like 40 minutes. Yeah, I think it might have been 40 minutes, so yeah. All right, um, that's the end of it. Uh, I'm giving uh, Rise of of Skywalker a solid C+, but I did like it, so maybe a low B, but mostly, definitely a solid C+. Uh, Randall, what would you say? I'd have to agree with you on this one. I want to give it a second go before I actually give a more yeah, me resolute uh, opinion on it, but C-plus sounds oh, good. I'll, I'll end on a C-plus. Uh, thank you for listening to Nerd Riot, and um, I am outside your door right now. Good night.